0: message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajeman, the General Overseer of, of Winners Chapel Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. Plan for a successful life is the title of this message. Plan for a successful life. Plan for a successful life you must succeed before this year comes to an end there must be a positive change everyone that wants to live a victorious a successful life has to do some planning has to do some thinking through has to know where he is going to let me share one of the very refreshing Bible verses that I have come to know. It is found in the book of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes and chapter 3. The first verse of Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And I want you to pay close attention. He says, To everything there is a season. Do you see it? To everything, underline everything. To everything there is a season. And there is a time for every purpose. Under heaven. To everything, there is a season. What does that mean? Whatever situation, whatever condition you find yourself in at any given point in your life, know that it is just for a season. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what you're experiencing. It doesn't matter what is happening to you. It doesn't matter whether you have been caught in the net of your enemies. I want you to know that it is just for a season. It won't last forever. (laughs) Change is coming. That is what the scripture says. To everything in this life, there is a season. God never planned any condition to be permanent. I want you to hear that, and I want you to believe that, and I want you to know that. God has ordained that whatever situation you find yourself in, it will not last forever. However, this is the not-so-pleasant aspect. However, unfortunately, many believers find themselves in some negative situations in life that is looking like they will be with them forever. That is not what God has planned. That is not how God has ordained it. But looking at it from man's side, it is like a situation you find yourself in has so persisted that some have even come to accept that this is it. And I want you to understand that situation you find yourself in will never last forever. What are some of the situations I'm talking about? The first I want to mention is poverty. (laughs) Today, you may not have your ends meeting, but it won't last forever. It wasn't planned by God for you to be poor the whole of your life. Some of us needed to be poor so that we could learn humility. And so God takes you through a situation like that for you to acknowledge him in everything you do. But that situation never lasts. Ailments, sicknesses, diseases they ought not to last in your life. You may be jobless today, but tomorrow you'll be employing people. Today you may be working at a place that you are only doing it for the sake of the money they will pay you. I call that one prostituting your life for salary there are many people that are working in many places they don't like what they are doing their life is not there. their interest is not there but because of the thousand five they will pay him they are there not different from a prostitute Many prostitutes know that giving of themselves for the sake of money is not good. They know. And there are many of them that are dying on the inside. But you see, he needs the money. You will never prostitute your future for a salary. Everything in this life is for a season and yet there are so many that have been in some situation that looks like forever then there must be something wrong somewhere then there must be something we have not fully understood then there must be something we have not been able to put our hands on. That is why, even though God has said it is for a season, it's like it's forever. Some of us sitting down here were born in poverty, have been raised in poverty, and are preparing to hand over poverty to their children. I know I'm not describing any of us here, because to everything... There is a season. Praise God. But should you find a situation in your life lingering on and lingering on and lingering on and lingering on, know that there is something wrong somewhere. There is something wrong somewhere. God will never speak a word and go back on his word. Whatever he has said, the Bible says it is yes and amen. Now let me share this with you. One of the weakest things in the lives of many people, whether they be believers or unbelievers, one of the things that is very weak in fact, to some, it is lacking, it is absent, is that they don't have any plan for any progressive development in their lives. Many people, believers and non-believers alike, one of the things that is holding them down, one of the things that is not making good change come, is because they don't have any plan. Actually, actually, there are people that are just existing. Existing because the breath of God is still in them. Existing because when they sleep, they wake up in the morning. They don't have the slightest clue as to how to take hold of themselves in the face of the issues of life. The Apostle Paul says, such people, they are tossed by every wind of doctrine. Such people, they are tossed. They don't know where they are going. So whatever move comes, when there's a move to the left, they go to the left. When there's a move to the right, they go to the right. When there is a move backwards, they go backwards. If you don't have a plan for any progressive development in your life, you are just existing. And God didn't create you just to be. God created you for a purpose. And you need to know that purpose. And you need to pursue that purpose. Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 1. That's the beginning of the passage we read. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 1. The preparations. In Second Chronicles chapter 26, the Bible says, Jotham prepared his ways before the Lord his God, and Jotham became mightily successful. Proverbs 16 verse one, the preparations put in bracket the plans of the heart of man belongs to him the preparations of the heart belongs to man the preparation of the heart belongs to man it is in the domain of man to prepare himself for victorious living it is in the domain of man to think ahead of what to do It is in the preparation. It is in the domain of man. See the ant. The ant is considered one of the wisest creatures in life, the ant. I mean the ant that is in your house. From the perspective of God, May you not be in one of the categories where the ant in your house is wiser than you. You know why? They just prepare ahead. They just prepare ahead. What have you prepared for in life? The preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. You know what that means? It means to man belongs the plan of the heart. To man, to man, God will never plan for you. God will never plan for you. How you want to live your life here has to be thought of, has to be recorded, has to be planned, has to be executed. Well, how will I know that this plan is of the Lord? If the Spirit of the Lord dwells in you. All right? Then the spirit that you have yielded to will also guide you in your thoughts, in your plans, in your preparations, in everything. To man belongs the plan of the heart, but from the Lord comes the reply of the tongue. Where will you be next year by this time? You know what I'm hearing? By the grace of God, if nothing happens next year, I'll be same. I'll be here. If COVID doesn't break again, if in my workplace they don't sack me, I'll be here. Where will you be five years from now? Where will you be 10 years from now? Some of you that have started working in organizations have got a job. Where will you be? Everyone working in Ghana here knows that at the age of 60, they will go on retirement true or false? Is it true? Government work, all right? You know that at the age of 60, you will go on retirement. What have you done about it? Many employed people wait until they are told that you are on retirement. Then they begin to look for retirement benefits because they didn't plan anything. So what the government has planned for them it's what they look for. Some live angry. Some live bitter. Many on their lips declare, and I have killed myself for this company. Look at what they are doing to me. The preparation of the heart belongs to man. The preparation of the heart belongs to man. You know you won't be a youth forever. So, what are you doing in your youth? You know you won't live in your father's house forever. What are you doing in preparation for life ahead? Listen to this word of advice from the book of Habakkuk Habakkuk chapter 2, and then verse 2. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision. What is vision? A future that he has revealed to you by the spirit of God inside of you. God shows you things to come. (laughs) Call on me and I will answer you and I will show you things to come. God wants to show you things to come. And when God does show you things to come, he says, Write it down. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. Then the Lord, the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain, break it down step by step. Have a full understanding of the things God is telling you about yourselves. Make it plain on tablets. When God was giving the Ten Commandments, he put it on tablets of stone. Today, you don't have to get tablets of stone. You have to get a pen and a notebook, or you have to go electronic, or whatever. When you do that, then you will be able to run with what God has revealed to you. That, my brethren, is one of the things that is lacking in the lives of many people, believers and non-believers alike. And until you get this, understand it, master it, and walk your life in accordance with this, you are not heading for any good progress in life. God has left it up to you to put the plans of your life on paper. In 1973 when I finished O levels by the school system we wrote exams to take us to the advanced level of the West African Exams Council WAEC they called it I think they still call it WAEC However, when the results of the papers, oh, I think it is A-level to university instead, the results came, one of the papers I wrote, the results were withheld. Immediately, immediately, I switched my thinking. I had secured a job in in the banking sector temporary job, immediately I switched my thoughts and I said, if I am not going to enter the university, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep working because even though I was telling myself I've taken a temporary appointment because when it's time to go to the university, I will go. My employers never saw me as a temporary. They gave me employment. So when the time came, I just continued, and I told myself, I told myself, my colleagues that are going to the university, in those days, university degree was three years. By the time they finish their third year and they come, I would also have finished my professional banking exams. I told myself, and I said to myself, That way, I'll be three years ahead of them that they can never catch up with me. Because I would have gained three years of working experience. See, so I gave a task to myself to do full studies, to do full work, so that nobody will catch up with me, not my colleagues. And I stuck to it. Never did I make any reference to the which is in my village, never did I make any reference to anybody in the family who, who didn't want this boy to go up. I told myself, and I worked myself, and I got to where I am today. Will you take hold of your life for the first time? Why must you live your life by the dictates of others? When you have God, who is willing to reveal your purpose on this earth unto you. Today I have grown to become a parent. I have seen my children come out of the university, and I have seen my children expressing themselves in the things they want to do different from what I thought in my mind for them. But in all situations, I said to myself, if the Spirit of the Lord is upon you, and you know that you are not being coerced, you are not being forced into anything, go ahead. And then I stand with them, and I back them, I support them, I cancel them in taking the right steps. That when I became a banker, there was nobody in my family that had ever worked in a bank. So who would have encouraged me to go and work in the bank? There is no one in my family that had worked in a bank. When I became a full-time minister of the gospel, there was no one in my family that had become like that. So if they were to guide me, would they have guided me to this? <laughs> when my mother heard that I had left the bank and I'm working full-time in the church, one day she called me. He said, could you? Actually, what you are doing is not what I planned for you, my mother. It's not what I planned for you. You you should still be in the bank. You see, your junior brother, our last born. My mother gave birth to us, about ten of us. I am number two. The brother he's talking about is number 10. He said, your junior brother, it is him that I had the mind should go and work for God. Isn't she wise? So I quickly told her, in fact, I didn't know what to say to her. I said, but God says the 10th should be the first cut, not the last cut. So if you have 10 children, I'm the first son, I should be the first to go. Uh, She knew I knew more Bible than her. So when I got into that part, she stopped. You know why? She was afraid. You are working in the bank. You earn good salary. It reaches me. Why do you want to disturb it? And at that time, I had literally, even though my father was alive, I had literally become the, the breadwinner for my mom and my siblings. So every mom would want that their son to continue and make progress. So she prayed for me all the time, God bless you in your work. God bless you. May you get promotion. Then one day I say, I'm going to work for God. They say, ah. Unfortunately, there are some parents sitting down here that want to force on their children what they think the children should do. Thank you for listening to this sermon by bishop george adjerman we hope you have been blessed to get more of this podcast log on to our website www.winnersghana.org you can also follow his handle at bishop george adjerman on facebook and soundcloud god richly bless you